from the Comedy Zone at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Spencer Taylor. Comedy Zone Podcast. Comedy Zone Podcast for... Hello? Wait, <laughs> was that yours? What the hell just happened? <laughs> Spencer up here playing with switches. I was trying to turn down. It was the oh. loudest music I've ever heard. I was <laughs> trying to turn it down. Comedy Zone Podcast. Back at you Friday. You know the crew. Start. Yeah. You know the crew. Spencer Bry, myself, Will Jacobs in the place. Uh so we got we got a lot going on here. Um there's there's a lot of button pushing Hello? and switching okay. the knobs and uh, did we did we can people hear us now? I think yeah. people could always hear us. I think Spencer's headsets headsets were really loud and my headsets for some reason were tweaked as well. So Man, that so, was so loud. It was like screaming into Yeah, my it was it was blasting. I, that might have been intentional because we got on Brian a little bit earlier. So yeah. I'll show these two. He's that's how yeah, that's drop. how I get back. I, <laughs> <laughs> Nerd revenge. <laughs> oh, you do something way worse. What are you, Heisenberg? No, that's not how I get back. <laughs> so so Spencer Spencer's got the cutest little bookmark. She's got a picture of her as a baby, marking where she's at in the book, correct? Or is that just in the book? Yeah, it's marking. Well, yeah. <laughs> you think I bring in books. Oh. And I just put I just put pictures in them. Yeah, it's marking. Oh, it's marking where you're at. Okay. I I'm, I look unamused. You all, is, yeah, you yeah, what? You didn't like taking pictures when you were a kid? Well, I just knew that you'd be seeing it one day. Oh, you getting roast ready? Spencer's getting ready for the roast. Spencer's, Spencer's gearing roast, up to uh, insult this roast me. Doesn't exist. This All roast right. Is well, let's take that out of there. And oh, let you guess what page you're on. See that bride did the pull. <laughs> did yeah. Oh, wow. Now I guess the shit. That's, That's the worst thing. I for those listening, I took the bookmark out of that page, and now she'll have to figure out where she was. So, weather's changing, getting a little chillier. How y'all adjusting? Fine. You don't. You don't. Doesn't bother you at all. Uh. Uh-uh. I feel it's so nice today. Yeah, Yesterday it's awesome. it was beautiful. I thought it was chilly I like today. Fall. It's just yeah. chilly enough. Like mm. I'm wearing shorts but a long sleeve shirt. Mm. So, uh, what? Yeah, why do people do that? Because it's too. It would be too hot with pants on, but it's like not hot and but too cold if I had like shorts and a short. So then shirt. your legs could withstand cooler temperatures than your upper body. I just like to even when I sleep, I like to be cold and hot at the same time. Yo, that's. So do you like turn on the air conditioning? I have the air conditioning full blast, and then I go under the covers, and then I stick out one of my feet. Yo, I I can't tell you how many people I know that do that. Yeah, I tend to leave my, my feet hanging out, too. Really? Yeah. I hate you, Will Jacobs. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad. Yeah, I just can't so find her face. And, and she's sitting like... here during the podcast, right? This is the level of professionalism we yeah, have. She's sitting there during the podcast just trying to find a page in the book. It's like a 1,500-page book, though. I do. She's not going to find one page. She's like just over halfway through it. That was really so I could get uh, Spencer to uh, have something to do. So I could sit and tell you about... Yeah, what's 461, up? bitch. I found <laughs> it. Yeah, right. Watch her be reading the same shit she nope. read yesterday. I'm very good at that. We don't believe you. Uh, so, I <laughs> uh, got my comedy. Got, got a lot of dates for next year. I'm going to be pretty busy. And that is a balancing act I'm gonna have to do with my marriage. Uh-oh. Talk to yeah, because now like literally, and this is just the stuff you know I've done here. I'm away like two or three weekends out of every month 
for the you next year. You should be year. relieved. No, no, no. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be something we gotta we gotta manage. I'm sure anybody that, you know, is is married or, or with a comedian has to deal with some aspect of that. Unless you're two comedians like Spencer and her guy, where y'all go to a lot of places together. Yeah. Or if it's a part, it doesn't matter because you get it. Because you get it? What do you mean? Yeah, like it's... Oh, yeah. yeah. There's not this like tension of like, why are you always leaving me? Right. Because <laughs> I'm going to leave at some point too. Right. Yeah, it's, it, there's some occupations that are like that where if you're not as familiar with it, you don't quite get it. Even if you... I, I feel like it's a relationship strain on a lot of people even if they do get it. Like they want you to follow your dream and stuff, but at the same time, they're the ones always being left behind. So yeah. like it's kind of tense yeah well i think it it's it's different too for you will because you have a day job as well so you're yeah. gone all day yeah. and then on thursday or friday you know whatever then you know you're gone until on sunday and it's the same thing with my job you know i left the house at 8 45 this morning i will not be home until after 11 tonight so it's it, it's it's just that um you know if you're if you're with someone who gets it who knows you know what they were getting into when they married you then it's yeah, so that, is that the secret to a good marriage to not be around? To just much? be gone all the time. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you guys have been, how long have you been? Uh, Eighteen years. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Now and we know. All, hold on, has it always been like that? Your schedule? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, there, broadcasting, man. I mean, it's it, it it's you know you you turn on the TV, it's always there. So I think too the the person that you're with has to have their own things, like their own yeah. real interests. Like their interests can't be just being up under you. Oh, right. absolutely. You know what I mean? Like they got to have stuff that sort of ignites them a little bit yeah and i think that is um i think that's helpful especially if it whatever whatever they have because it could be knitting or something but they have to go out and do it there mm -hmm. needs to be a knitting convention that they go do because if it's something that they do like doing by themselves you're still the one leaving and they're mm. still the one being left yeah. behind so it has right. to be some kind of a passion that they at least get out of the house for i think right i think so i think so and i think that you know that may be where some because you uh, that's one thing I do see I and I haven't looked at any numbers on it but there seems to be a high incidence of uh, marriages breaking up and relationships breaking up with comedy and people that are in the arts in general yeah I was gonna say the arts yeah I, I don't know what that some of there's that maybe is the artist there's a lot of layers yeah, to what that could of, be right yeah the temperament of people in the arts could be one of them mm -hmm. and then, the baggage yeah, yeah all the baggage and then it, it's kind of a weird thing to have someone that you love out there being adored by lots mm. of people you know especially if like you're a big actor or something like that doing all those scenes and stuff like that. I, I i assume that for someone who isn't in the arts that would be a little uncomfortable even if they don't realize it maybe subconsciously mm. Yeah, maybe maybe it's something that just eats, it works on them, and they don't even know it's at, yeah. at work on them. But there are people, there are temperaments that that work really well with it. I bet people who are like being second string, you know, who don't like to be the center of attention. They're like, oh, cool, he or she ha has all that going on, and I can just sit back and enjoy their, like, watching yeah. them do their thing and spend their money. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the other thing. It it almost it also puts an added sort of onus on you to bring home some bacon like mm -hmm. you can't be away that much and we still struggling yeah. like you might as well be here yeah. working a nine to five if we can barely keep the lights on yeah. and i don't see you I'm getting paid 20 bucks a night in the weekend yeah <laughs> like you you can't I, you're almost better off just being single if yeah, that's because yeah. it's it's a hard sell but the thing me and my wife have tried to do is we'll look through my schedule and say okay well these are weekends that she can come yeah yeah so you know like if there's maybe three weekends that i'm gone if she comes from one of them, then we're only apart 
two weekends that month. It's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we're trying to work it, but I know it's I know it's hard on her. I know it's hard on her. And plus we're it's a new marriage. It's not like mm-hmm. you where you have how many years in? Eighteen. See Yeah, I, where our lives are over. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I mean I mean you mean though, yeah. Morgan yeah. Freeman didn't didn't become famous or get his first lead role until he was like what, late forties, early fifties? Yeah. So yeah. there you go, Brian. Yeah. yeah. And then he ended up getting with like his not his granddaughter, but you know what I didn't know. This is I don't know where something real funky happened there. Oh, he, on some yeah. No, he, didn't he get got with her. No, he ended up in a relationship with. I I don't want to just say things, you know. Yeah, you should like that. that. Wait, let's, but let's, he, let's, let's he got Brian. into something that yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Brian. Wait, did you know? I didn't know this. That uh, I don't know why. Look I didn't up know Morgan this. Freeman. Tisk tisk tisk. <laughs> on, on Google. Wait, what's his Morgan name? Morgan Freeman pervert. Oh, oh Brian. You tisk, know tisk, Robert tisk. De Niro. I do. Did, I had no idea that he like only dated black women. Oh, yeah. he's married, right? Yeah, to, he's to, married. Yeah. But I had no idea. I didn't know that about him. I, I saw. His, I just didn't know. Like I never look up. So I don't care. He didn't strike you. Celebrity. He didn't strike you as somebody that would that that would be his preference. Well, I just I just was surprised. Yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> if that you I heard think that, that, there's a type of person that has right. Because because is there anybody that you would hear that about and be like, oh yeah, hmm. like you mean just well for me one like of them would be Kelsey Grammer. If I heard that about, I don't know who that is. Kelsey Grammer, Frazier. Oh, I'm I'm really really bad with names. Okay. <laughs> like, it's almost a disability. Let me look it up. <laughs> he he played not. He only played, he played Frazier for like 22 years or something. And he was on like Cheers. That. Yeah. Um, as Frazier, right? But he produces like sitcoms and mm-hmm. shows with black women. I know, yeah, I've yeah. watched. Fra- I I know Frazier. I just can't think of his face. Oh, and oh. like girlfriends, like that show, girlfriends. He oh, was okay. behind that. Now I see it. Huh? He was behind that show, Girlfriends, oh, okay. with uh, uh, Diana Ross's daughter, Tracy Ellis were awesome. Yeah. Like, he was behind that stuff. So he seems to be into stories that, you know, are propelled by black women. Yeah. So if he were dating black women, he'd be like, oh, yeah. But when I saw him and Ebert from uh, uh, Siskel and Ebert, mm-hmm. he had a black wife. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she, and from what I saw, very, very, you know, with him to the end, a yeah. strong relationship. But I was like, okay. Like, whoa. That kind of, you know, I don't know. Maybe one day if we're ever really post-racial, it won't ever be like, oh. Yeah. You know, is this the last level of stuff we got to break through? And then it's like, okay. Yeah. You know? Well, that, that'll be good. That, it'll be cool. When um, I remember when I was little, have you seen this version of Cinderella with Brandy yeah. and Whitney Houston? I did. I liked that one so much because... the. Racially, it made no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like everyone was a different race. Uh, Brit, what was it? The prince was Asian, mm-hmm. and then his parents were Whoopi Goldberg and oh, I don't remember the white actor's name, but he's pretty notable too. Hmm. But like every there was there was just no, race wasn't a thing in that. Ain't that like your family? Well, no. I mean, I have, I have a white dad, I have a black mother, and my siblings are all various shades of brown so, like, <laughs> so, but if like one of them was randomly asian then it would be like oh race isn't a thing in here right uh, we look my siblings and i look nothing alike we look badly cast it's like my sister looks i guess more african-american my brother looks hispanic and then i have no idea i look you yeah you're like that yeah you're, you're like smack in the middle no one knows what i am like that trevor noah <laughs> vin diesel yeah that the Rock. The Rock. I was going to say <laughs> the, rock, the Rock. The Rock. You're like that. that you're right, cutting right down the middle right there. I have a uh, breaking uh, Morgan Freeman information. Boom, 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 boom. According to the website, uh, divorcedevil.com, so take it for what it's worth. Um, 
it says here, one of the most uh, respected Hollywood stars today, Morgan Freeman, wouldn't have even an- anticipated the negativity he would experience and the kind of flack he would receive when, after his divorce from his second wife, he had to battle rumors of an existing relationship between him and his gr- step-granddaughter. Yeah. Rumors. Untrue. Oh no! Whoa, whoa! First of all, rumors doesn't make it untrue. Rumors no, means I'm it has not that, that been no, that's verified. So much, that's so much better than granddaughter, step granddaughter. Yeah, so not a blood relative. Yeah, that makes Who it. Who cares? Oh, that makes it hundred percent better. No, no, it goes from it goes from shitty to disturbing. Yeah, it's like but what, it started at shitty though. Yeah, like it starts at shitty. I guess if it's, it's like a, Woody Allen plus one. It it depends because yeah. is his step granddaughter was he like in her life all the time or did she just randomly appear right, when on. she was like seventeen? Um, she's 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 I think she's the one who just got murdered. Yeah, in she August, did just right? get yeah. murdered. Oh, goodness. Uh, was Morgan was already stabbed. a once divorced man when he met theater and film costume designer Myrna 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 Kali Lee. He married Myrna in, in <laughs> Myrna oh, Lord. in nineteen eighty four. Morgan's first wife was Jeanette Adair Bradshaw. The two went on to have sons. After being married for almost 12 years, the two divorced each other for reasons unknown in 1979. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So how old was the kid? Hold on, I'm trying to find that. Because that, that makes a huge difference in my opinion. Um, according to Myrna, while she and Morgan had an open marriage and were free to have other sexual partners, the two had not been intimate since 2001. They separated in 2006. There were rumors already out in the media regarding the existence of Morgan's long-term mistress, a teacher. In 2009, there were added rumors regarding Morgan's almost 10-year-old romantic relationship with his step granddaughter but things turned shocking for the public when a popular tabloid came out with the news that after morgan's affair with his step-granddaughter uh adina hines was headed for the altar and it further implied that the marriage with myrna probably floundered because of that Mm. Mm. see the other part of that is as as whatever it is between him and the step-granddaughter for her to be his step-granddaughter there's a wife involved that has a granddaughter yeah like that's shitty for her too like yeah there's levels i'm just saying that the age definitely has something to do with it because if his okay. if, if he got married and then he, she had a granddaughter and it's his step-granddaughter and she was already 20 you know what i mean he yeah. didn't raise her there was no element of him being fatherly uh, so i don't think it's as messed up it's like messed up because like yeah cast a wider net but it's not as messed up as like Woody Allen who raised that. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. He uh, never catches any. Well, maybe he does, but I, I don't. I, I think he's, he does. He's, yeah. As of late, especially, I think one of yeah. his daughters came out and said that he did some unfatherly things. Yeah. But in terms of how the rest of Hollywood, are you're right. He did. Him. He's just not nearly as bad as like let's say Hulk Hogan who said something and then like apologized for it. And this guy. <laughs> This guy, <laughs> no, yeah. you know he's been molesting children. And no one. Well, cares. imagine if the Woody Allen story would have broke in the in the in the age of Twitter outrage, though. The, the, yeah, it, it would have been you know a big deal for a week, and then and then Hulk Hogan would have said something stupid, and then it would have gone and away. Yeah, yeah. But I feel yeah, like Cosby's right. been a big deal for way more than a week. Cosby had because I think it's it's more victims, and it was more shocking and. Yeah. He married his his daughter, so I don't think when when people like heard rumors or something, they're like, yeah, I can see that. He yeah. Married yeah. his daughter. The 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 uh, divorce. It's divorce Debbie, by the way, not divorce Dabble. I need to get my eyes checked. Um, <laughs> Who knows what else he said? Right? The, <laughs> yeah. the story swept like wildfire. Oh, this not is, Morgan Freeman, Michael is... <laughs> Froman. Whoops, <laughs> Michael Froman. <laughs> Uh, the Morgan Freeman s- story swept like wildfire. So in where 20- Michael Froman is listening, <laughs> like twenty. <laughs> the Morgan Freeman story s- swept like wildfire in twenty twelve, and both Morgan and Adina had to come out with statements uh, refuting the story. Uh, Morgan called it 
defamatory fabrications. As of 2014, things have, have, have quieted with no further fuel to the story. Morgan is believed to have dumped Adina and moved on to another young girlfriend, and then she turned up dead. <laughs> We're not laughing, certainly not at the dead or any of that. No, no, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm just there's a Michael Froome out there. I'm not going, what? <laughs> Dodge that bullet. <laughs> bring my shit up. <laughs> oh, man. So, Michael Froman, if you're listening, we're on to you. <laughs> we know what you did. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, so those those things are funny. But I feel like comedians, you know. <laughs> The last thing Brian said was that she was murdered. Oh, those things are funny. You know what, though? This is wild. This is wild. I was on Facebook and uh, this uh, comedian, Brant Tobler, who uh, he's real good friends with Jeff Dye. Mm -hmm. And they've performed here together. And I got to hang out with him and get to get to know him pretty good. He put up a Facebook post the other day outside the comedy store. Yeah, a group got of shot. comics and somebody just walked up with a hoodie and shot in L.A. Yeah. the dude and then just took off. Yeah, while everybody was standing there, like yeah. right outside the comedy store yeah, well, on I the patio, that. actually on the, the patio. Store, yeah, wow, man. Yep, messed up. Jeez. Is the patio not outside? Uh, it is outside, <laughs> but well, wait, <laughs> right. no, no, I mean. no, no. The distinction, the distinction is that the person was not, not like standing outside in the parking lot. The person was on the patio of the camp. You know, it would have been you know a parking lot altercation or some shooting is different from someone standing, you know, within the boundaries of what is the comedy store. Either way, to walk up to someone and shoot and walk away, oh, it really doesn't yeah, matter locationally. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, it does. Up. It does matter. It matters to me, Spencer. It was still outside, though. Yes, it just yes, wasn't it was off the premises. Correct. So if it was the front yard, that'd be outside. Well, in LA, there's no front yard. I mean, it's, it's kind of right up against the side. Get out of here, Brian. <laughs> so, so that happened, and um, it was it was um sad. It it was it was really sad and jarring because that could be us outside talking like that. Was there a reason? Like what, they haven't. They haven't. Yeah, they don't I don't even think they've caught the dude yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no. He really hated. Like, is it like, do you think he hated one of the people and he did that? Or do you think it was completely random? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know I, which one's more disturbing. Could, I guess random would be more disturbing because. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that to tends to not be random, though. Yeah. But I was really? Say, it, yeah. yeah. It oh, tend, yeah, yeah. There yeah. tends to be. They're, they're waiting. Yeah. If it it's, was random or something or, you know, if it would have been like a mall shooting or a, a theater shooting, they would take it out more people. Yeah. Oh, if it's For one person and to walk up into some place kind of populated and do it, I, I would assume that there was some sort of relationship there. Yeah, most shootings are not random. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, most, most yeah, most shootings yeah. are random. I, and especially in are. that scenario, that's but seems we but but pointed. we but you know that cat could have been disturbed. Like we don't, oh, of know, course, yeah. of course. But yeah. I- I- either way, you know, uh, definitely prayers up and positive vibes and thoughts to the victims and, and Brant and everybody else. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a crazy world out here. But we got to transition uh, and move on to an interview with a fantastic, amazing comedian. I'm gonna stop with the intro until she comes on. <laughs> so we'll be right back. We we got Julie Scoggins in here. We'll be right back.
Okay, guys, here's what's coming up at the Comedy Zone over the next couple weeks. A.P. on Crockett this weekend uh, at the Comedy Zone. You know him from MTV. Uh, Wild and Out on MTV. Also from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and, of course, uh, Def Comedy Jam and Comedy Central. You can see him this weekend at the Comedy Zone. Uh, shows coming up. Matt Bronger, Jim Norton, Piff the Magic Dragon. All kinds of great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in the near future for a calendar of all the shows coming to the zone and to buy tickets you can go right to the comedy zone website at cltcomedyzone.com and to keep up follow the club on twitter and instagram at comedy zone clt and find us <clears throat> and find us on facebook Julie Stoggin. No, you're not playing Molly Hatchet. Oh. <laughs> Is that good or bad? That's great. Yeah. That's we the jam. Start. That'll let get it, you a speeding ticket. Yeah, let wait, it wait, ride, Brian. Let it ride. <laughs> listen. It builds up, man. Mm. In the passing lane, y'all. Hammer down. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> oh, that was good. I like that. That sounds like some stuff one of my buddies, he's like uh, 50 years old and he smokes weed in his garage. And that sounds like something he would play while we smoke weed in his garage. I'm, I don't I don't. What a coincidence. <laughs> Julie, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Y'all are awesome. You I'm know, glad I was in town. Yeah. That's kind of rare. I know. You've been busy, really busy. Mm-hmm. Where where you been the past couple of years? I was in days? Oregon. Oh, man. Portland. You been there before? Oh, yeah. Huh. I love it out there. How the audience is. They great. Into it? Great. It's like they just want to laugh so bad. Oh, and you just got to let it out. You mm. just got to let it out of them. You don't have to force it out of them. Yeah. You just got to let them do it. You know, just give them a reason. So they're ready to burst. Yes, you... sir. Yep, 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 yep. Boy, we had a good time. I have, I'll tell you something funny. Uh, every time I'm out there, there's this meetup group of cross-dressers that comes to my show. There we go. <laughs> it's like 28 of them. And they're all these middle-aged men. They're not young. They're like 55, 70, some of them 70, cross-dressing men. Oh, wow. wow. And they don't even try to talk like women. They just, how are you? Oh. <laughs> it is so funny. They're called the Rose City Tea Girls. I was going to ask you what the name was. <laughs> tea for transgender, not tea like drinking with your pinky up. Okay. So how do they? Well, They I don't are want- something. They're fun. They have a good time. They just want to dress up. Wear size 15 pumps and go out. Yeah, They're happy. Have a good time. And you they know love what? you. Whatever floats your boat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's right. You got to enjoy life. They're not hurting anything. Exactly. Or anybody. Mm-mm. No, they're not hurting anybody. No, and if one of them can look pretty with makeup, it gives me hope. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me... There's, there's no there's no ugly women, only lazy ones. <laughs> so Helena Rubinstein was a big founder in the cosmetics industry. That was her quote. Mm. Anyway, go ahead. So when you <laughs> so when you, when you do a, when you had a, in a city like Portland, are you mm. you're flying out Thursday and coming back Sunday? How do you schedule? I go a day before I have to perform because okay. it's far. Even flying, it's all day thing, so it's tiresome. But anyway, yeah. 
So you mix it up. You do it that. Is that how you do most places? You're going. You take a day. If it's if it's gonna take a if it's gonna wipe me out, you know, I'll mm-hmm. go a day early. It's worth it. Yeah. Hang out. Go eat lunch somewhere. Go do your show that night. Right. Show's a lot better for it than trying to travel all and and hammer it all in one day. Now to now to club. Sense. Yeah, it is. It's much better. Cl- clubs that are always like that far away. Is it the same all over the country where? The Friday night, late night is going to be that show, or it, or it not mixes. always. And mm. I hate to be, you know, because a lot of people want to generalize or, or you know, say it's absolute. But some of the best shows I've ever had been Friday second. Not many. <laughs> <laughs> Just not some. for the record, that is largely true. Mm-hmm. The second show Friday is typically the hardest one because everybody's worn out. They've been to work all week. Mm-hmm. They might be drunk by yeah, then. It's late. They, if they started, if they went to happy hour after the golf work at five, then they're probably, if they're still out, they're pretty messed up. Yeah. Yep. So you get them, but sometimes it can be the best thing ever. Mm. I've had some of the best shows be 20 people too. You just really? wouldn't believe. Last night though, the, I did one, I did a benefit show, sold out here for a breast cancer mm. research. Man, it was awesome. It was like, it was at Rolling Hills Country Club out there in Monroe. They packed that thing. Well. You say Monroe in Charlotte. Oh, Monroe. We can't say Monroe. We have to say Monroe. See, that's and how And I love how you is. say your name is Spencer Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Catherine Hepburn. It's so very elegant. It's with the A's on the end. But folks down here, y'all, y'all have different ways people say things like con- Concord. It's Concord. Yeah, where I'm from, there's a Concord. Mm-mm. So I get down here and I'd be like, oh, yeah, you from Concord? That's it's where, Concord. Well, Concord is grapes. That Concord <laughs> is the city near Kannapolis. Isn't that a Concord. bird, too? I have no idea. It's Concord? A, it's an airplane. It's a jet. Remember it traveled across the country, speed of light or something? Right. Hmm. Isn't it, what about Flight of the Concords? What was that? Oh, that was an about- improv comedy troupe. Yeah, that's they C-O-N-C-H-O-R-D. Yeah, don't Concord. they sing, too? Yeah, they Yeah, sing. they're a band, like a group. Oh. And they're crazy. They're really fun. Really? Yeah, Flight of the Concords are crazy. They still perform? I don't know, but I remember getting into them a, a while back. Huh? Yeah, they were great. Okay, okay. So this, so this is one of the few weekends you have where you're just chilling and not having to do a whole lot. Right. It's good. I mean, I did my show last night. Mm-hmm. It was off the hook though. It was so good. Yeah. So um, I'm off now till uh, November sixth. I go to. Oh, you'll like this. Y'all, I'm going to Savannah to the Johnny Mercer Theater and doing. Uh, I'm working with Earthquake. What? Oh, really? <laughs> Is that a lineup or what? <laughs> Y'all gonna kill him? That's too much. That's too. That's too. It's much. gonna be turned up. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. You an earthquake? <laughs> and I tell you who else? Coco Brown. I'm the only uh, white comic. There's five. It. There's like five. Yeah. And it's uh, God. Who is it? I saw the poster. Um. Anyway, it's a, you know. It's gonna Coco be Brown. Up. I remember earthquake. Then a couple others. Have you worked? Uh, it's on my Facebook. Check out Facebook. Have you worked with Earthquake before? No. I oh, know it's going to be fun. Time. I love doing He's urban crazy. shows. Urban, yeah. <laughs> urban shows. First of all, you got to get paid before you go on stage. Oh, and it has to might. be cash. Mm-hmm. That's the way they do it. That's not my rule. Yeah. I didn't know that because I, I show up at gigs and I expect you perform. And yeah. Then and then, after, and then after the dust settles and everyone goes home, you get hang paid. out. You get you talk to the boss a little bit. You do your thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
the first Urban show I did, I couldn't believe it. You know, they, they were like, this mother don't have my money. I ain't doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then the cussing and throwing stuff around and stomping around with their lips out. You know I me mean? like, a bitch on the And then here came the dude with the money at like the eleventh hour, right? And he comes back and he pays everybody, and they're all like, join hands, dear Lord Jesus, thank you. <laughs> I know it. Thank I know you for it. blessing us and letting us I be able to it. do what we love. I'm like, no, y'all did not. Just about to bust a cap in somebody's ass, and now you're saying thank you, Lord. That's how you do it. Hot and cold, Jack. <laughs> I laugh so hard. Excuse me, I mean to hit the table. I laugh so hard. Oh, that's going to be good. So the earthquake show, I think I need to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something, y'all. Savannah, Georgia. Savannah. The Johnny Mercer Theater. Oh, you know who's on it? Double D. You know comedian Double D? Mm-hmm. DeGary O'Turner? Yep. He's on it, too. God, he's he's a beast, too. Shh. Bam, 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 bam. Just laugh, laugh, Now, how did you laugh, get linked laugh. up with this show? How did you? There's a dude. There's a dude that I know in Savannah, in Jacksonville, rather, is a, he's a black promoter named Fat Cats. Fat Cats. Fat and his Cats. real name's Dean Roberts. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Mm-hmm. Good dude. His mom, rest her soul, she just passed. She was Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And every time that they would throw a show and, and bring me down, that was always the token, you know. <laughs> they had me come be the white girl on the show. I love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. And his mom would cook Jamaican food. Uh-huh. And feed me, and they'd come to the hotel. Oh. She'd bring two big old styrofoam to-go boxes. But they'd bring it by the hotel about 5 o'clock in the afternoon so I could eat dinner before I got ready for That's the awesome. show. Fried plantains mm. and I love plantains. Curry. jerk pork. Oh, jerk. Yes. Uh, callaloo. Mm. Peas and rice. What? Johnny mm. cake. Mm. I know. I need all that thing. I'd eat it. every bit of I'd it. I'd be ready to go to sleep. You'd eat that about five o'clock, then you get you a little nap. <laughs> then you go do your show. Everything's good. Kumbaya. That's good. That's good. So I wanted to I wanted to make sure while we had you here that we went into your background a little mm. bit. Because this is one of the more interesting yeah. you been backgrounds. I, <laughs> what you been reading? You because you started in sales. Mm-hmm. You start. You you were in sales, and you've used. I was a that. truck driver first. Well, truck driver. Right, originally a truck. But driver. But that wasn't what I was put here to do. I could tell that. It was fun, mm-hmm. you know. But I could tell I was wasting a lot. You know, there a lot of creativity and stuff. Yeah. Was it one of those things where you felt a void, or you knew comedy was a direction? Like, no, I just didn't know what it was. But I, you I felt just, something. Yeah, I said yeah. I, I'm not supposed to be truck driving for life. I could tell that mm-hmm. it was cool. It was a way to make a good living. Especially for a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I could do all right with that. Mm-hmm. But um, then I started um, comedy. It was 97. But I drove a truck for a little bit in between. I went back to it. I went to sales, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to driving a truck just because I could work on a as-needed, just make-money basis while I was getting the comedy thing on on track. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you know, then, so then you took an open mic. You went to just... Went to open mic and said, I could do that. Or how did you? Well, Mark and I were going, my husband and I were going every week because you could fill out the comment card and get tickets to come back for Here free. Here in Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out there at Independence and Idlewild Road behind TGI Fridays. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I started going and we went week after week just for something to do. It was really fun. And um, I got to see these guys come back week after week and just doing the same lame crap that wasn't working. <laughs> and I was like, why aren't they changing it? 
How, are they waiting for the right people to show up? You know, they're not tweaking the, the jokes yeah. at all. If it didn't work, it didn't work, you know. Right. So uh, it came time that Mark and I were trying to decide what our next career paths were going to be. We had moved back from out of the country and um, we're fl- floating around with no jobs and, you know. But we sold our house and stuff, so we had put some money up. So we uh, took this trip around the country and camped and went to comedy clubs and stuff. And then when we got back, we went to those open mics. And I said, and, you know, Mark was like, you know, you really need to think about what you're going to be doing next for your career. And I said, well, I want to go back to doing what I was doing. That's a backward step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to do something for me this time. You know, I think I might do this stand-up thing, man. So yeah. I tried it, and it actually went well. I mean, not my first open mic, I still have it on VHS tape. <laughs> it actually went okay. I mean, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't throw up like I thought, and uh, I got some laughs. That's hmm. awesome. And you can see, like, there's a moment that when you watch someone do their first open mic, when they get their first earned, genuine laugh, you can tell, man. You can see it come over them, it, like wash over them. They, <gasps> it's the whole validation that what I did make up is valid and is funny and is good. Right. And they just go, <gasps> and it's like, I call it the bug biting them. Yeah. Because it's on, it's open mic every single week, hard as they can go. Right. Right. Now you, did you grow up into comedy or? Like no, I, I never even went in a comedy club till I was 30. Huh. Mm-mm. My husband took me there on a date. That's how I ended up going in a comedy club. I had ri- every Richard Pryor album made. I still have them. Huh. Every single one. But I'd never seen it live. But you enjoyed mm-hmm. comedy though. Yeah. You, you, I had all these albums, you know, but mm-hmm. I never... I never had been in a club one on one like that yeah. where the where the dynamic is so different where there's energy between a, of a live performance. It's like seeing a band, you know, it's the same versus thing. a CD. Yeah. I mean, it's just nothing compares. What right. strikes me is I, you were going to these open mics as a fan, just like seeing if people improve. Yeah, just watching. And that's exactly the type of fans that you have now. The ones who have been with you for a long time like when mm-hmm. you when julie scoggins makes a fan they're a fan for Man. life right. and i appreciate every single one of them i, I always i don't ever want to get to where i'm just oh whatever yeah. no 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 because if i don't have them i got nothing mm-hmm. right i got nothing I, I want them to be happy they came i want them to bring people yeah and say you got to see this and, and that's, that's what happens. That's what happens. Because after, after I've worked with you before and after shows, you have people coming up. and like, oh, we brought a whole bunch of people out to see it's you. I told best. them you were coming. It's the best. Yeah. I think a lot of that is because of the connection you make off stage. Exactly. You know, the time you spend talking to people after shows. You know who I learned a lot from? Tim Wilson. Rest in yeah. peace. Oh, yeah. Tim Wilson had time for everybody. I watched that. I worked with him. He would sign CDs. You know, and he just, he just, every single person that came to his show that heard him on the radio on the John Boy and Billy show or whatever would come up and he'd be like, he, they, they'd say something about, we drove over here from Athens, Georgia. And he'd go, Athens? I got a buddy lives in Athens. You know that fellow runs the hardware? I mean, and he wow. knew something about, I swear to God, every town. Anybody said anything. I knew that boy that ran for governor over there. You remember that fellow? What was that? He said he had two wives or something. He would tell you something about everywhere and wow. connect. Just connect. Wow. And, and it was, and people remembered it forever. And they just, he looked them in the eye. Hmm. You know, and, yeah. and he connected with them. 
and that's what you that's you that's know it, man and and i'm i mean they're genuine friends you know well, and you never get it wears some people out that's what i was gonna say I, I <laughs> it wears some people over out. the years it will wear a lot of people out well that's why i work Separation. three weeks and i'm off a week Recharge. because i go home i eat like i'm supposed to i walk my dog two miles a day get back on track yeah Get pissed off at my husband and leave yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> I am gone again. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's what we were talking about earlier before you came in about the how tough it can be on a on a spouse mm. that has a comedian or or entertainer. Let me tell you what happened one time. We always go out to eat on Sundays because when I get back from out of town, there's no food in the refrigerator, so mm. we go out. We've been married 25 years. All right. We go out to eat, and we go to the K&W cafeteria, which <laughs> I feel young in there, all right? <laughs> but I like being able to point at what I want and then put it on the plate. I just do. So we go in there to eat. There's <laughs> all these old people eating in there. It's really kind of pathetic. It looks like the waiting room at the damn VA. So <laughs> we're in there eating, and, and I've just come back from being gone for about a week, I don't know. And there's this old man eating alone. And I and I'm thinking about my mother after my father passed, and she was alone, you know. And I think, and I'm looking at this guy, and I go, "Oh," to my husband. I said, "Oh, bless his heart, that guy's eating by himself," you know. And Mark goes, "Must be married to a comic." <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> I know, right? I was like, "Touche!" Ouch! 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 ouch. <laughs> Damn! I know. I shut up. The whole rest of right. the night. Just eat your food. Just, just eat your food. I'm just looking down. Just dear Lord. Damn. Let me try to do better. I need to be calling home more or something. Oh. We yeah. need to Facetime. That, that's what we were we were talking about. How you got to try to find ways. Like it's good that y'all make sure to eat together. You know, do something. Like me, my wife. I was telling Spencer. Like next year, I'm gonna be out of town two to three weeks out every month. Good and for you. Through, yeah. So, but I told her what we're trying to do is circle dates that she can come to places. You I know, do so that. She he feels, comes with me. Right. Yeah. You'll figure out where the good ones are, the ones you can invite your wife to. Okay. And I don't mean that the other ones are not where she would. It's just that some She'll of them are kind of crappy. And then some of them have really, really sweet hotels and really, really like being on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to get her to come to those because some of them are like these crappy little extended stay hotels full of uh, migrant workers and stuff and <laughs> and hibachi grills outside of everybody's door and, you know, mud, cake mud everywhere, you know, because they've been on construction sites all day. I just... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'd rather stay at the Hilton. Yeah, I'm I ain't gonna bring saying. her. Well, you, you, you'll be like, look, I don't want the hotel. Just, I'll get my own. You know place. what I tell him? I say, <laughs> you give me the money y'all would have spent, and I'm gonna put a little bit with it. That's what I tell him. <laughs> That's what I tell him. That's them. smart. And then I get the points too, you know. Right. And then next time when I need one, I can maybe cash some in. I, I went to one. I went to one hotel that was so bad. <laughs> Uh, How bad was oh my, it? Oh my god! It was Julie. I'm t- I put on my headphones because I didn't want to hear no shit. Because I knew if I had my headphones off, oh. I might have heard a beating or a murder. It was like for real. I didn't want to witness anything that the cops could ask me about. So I put my headphones on. I was like, I don't want to hear nothing happening in the next Columbus, place. Georgia. <laughs> Is that really it? <laughs> Damn, I'm good. I know it well. <laughs> Survey says. <laughs> Damn. Ding, 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 ding. Damn. Yeah, it, 
I stayed in one. We used to do this gig in Clarksville, Tennessee. I can't believe that's where it was. In Clarksville, Tennessee, we used to stay at this little place called the Skyway Motor Lodge. It's everything it sounds like. And uh, there wasn't even a lamp. <laughs> Don't you hate a hotel room where you have to turn off the one bulb in the middle of the room and then try to not forget where the bed is and aim? Because and, it's pitch dark in there. And I made them go to a closet. I said, I need a lamp. I want something to put on my bedside so I can get in the bed and then turn the light out. Mm-hmm. I'm just funny like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, it, it can be. But, but the thing is, sometimes it'll be a place that has a hotel like that and be the nicest club. Like, that club that and, and there is really nice. <laughs> well, the one, the reason that that one is, is so crappy is because the people that own the club own the hotel. Oh, that's why so we like, have to stay there. We're going to put the money in. <laughs> They're putting the money yeah. into the club, the club. evidently. To hell with where y'all stay. I'm like, I might as well find a shelter and just, <laughs> just stay in a homeless shelter. Cause I stay at my buddy's house when I'm in Columbus. I don't stay over there. Yeah. I go over there and get ready. That's the only reason I know about it. But I don't stay. I don't put my stuff on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to, I want to sleep standing up. Like, no, I don't man. even want to touch that. I put all my stuff in the in the bathroom on the tile. Oh, <laughs> I'm not touching that carpet. So yeah, I can't bring my wife to one. Of, one no, of don't places. do that. I'm gonna take her to the casinos though. She likes casinos. So like the the Hard Rock up in Cleveland area. That stuff. is a great one, and the hotel's nice. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take her up there. And there's a Bob Evans cross the road. Heck yeah, <laughs> life is good. <laughs> yeah, so that's 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 what I I think I'll do. But that's I think that's important for anybody that's with an entertainer. Of any kind, if you you have to do things to work on your relationship and keep it strong, because a lot of them end up in divorce. A lot of them oh, end yeah, up not do. working out because people are gone. People are and Spencer talked about that they see people adoring you, and that wears on the other person sometimes. Like people just oh, always God, we the love center you. of attention and stuff. Always gone and just. Oh, it I think it would be harder if you were of. Uh, I, if you have a jealous. Uh, spouse oh yeah that would be that's I can't even imagine because see i don't think uh, my, my husband i don't worry about it yeah mm. i just go do my thing he did, he's doing his thing i mean and i don't even think twice because he's used to it or because it, it it did it take time to get to that or y'all all is is always no that's it. never there's never been a distrust issue yeah you know he gets aggravated that i stay up late mm-hmm. and sleep late <laughs> you know, because because he, he says that's not healthy. You need to get up and get with it and get your breakfast and rah, 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 you know. Yeah. I'm like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> is I'll that a woman you. thing? I don't want to generalize, but my wife, like a lot of women, like to sleep, get sleep. Like they don't like getting up. What like, is the problem with uh, getting sleep? I, I just awesome. don't understand. Yeah, it's the best thing. I but what but. You like, will live forever if you sleep a good night. Sleep every night. I I just can't Sleeping's sleep all good. night like that. I mean, I can. I, I like when the sun comes up, I'm ready to get up. Uh. Well, then when it goes down, is that when you go down? Yeah. I mean, go to bed. <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's, that's the one That's thing. a circadian rhythm. Huh. Supposedly, you yeah. know, like when primitive people, you know, they went to bed. My mom had Alzheimer's. She went to bed when it got dark, got up when it got light. Yeah. That seems like to be the natural thing, I guess. Right, but women need that beauty sleep. Sleeping's good. Just, just, I took just like na- being in the bed, I took a right? nap yesterday for an hour, like three hours before I went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was, what? I was tired. Nap. We say disco nap. A disco nap? Why? Because, like, if you have a show that night, mm-hmm. like, comp yeah. or that no nap, disco nap, oh. the same thing. Mm-hmm. See if go to sleep. Oh, no, I can.
<laughs> really? I guess people are just I'm different. tired. Yeah, some a lot of people are pretty sleep deprived, but that's not a good thing. I, everything is ever done about it says it. Isn't. Yeah. Oh, being sleep and he studied. Yeah, you it messes right up your brain and it messes up your creativity. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. But some people get by on less. Truck drivers do. I never could. Even yeah. as a truck driver, I couldn't get by without sleep. Really? Mm-mm. I didn't like it. Yeah. I wanted to sleep. You feel off, right? Yeah. Well. Fuzzy. Were you ever Mine's scared as a, as a truck driver? Scared? Just as a woman, were you ever like... Mm-mm. No. You know, and all these people that are for, for guns... You know, and everything. And I, I drove a taxi cab in Charlotte. Not for very long. That wasn't very lucrative. And in a truck for 12 years, and I never carried a gun, ever. And I was by myself mm-hmm. between Charlotte and New Jersey. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Back and forth in Erie, Pennsylvania, and just all over. And then down to Florida, I'd go down to, like, Fort Lauderdale and the ports, you know, in Savannah and Charleston and all kind of places. I never carried a gun. And I never had a time when I said, oh, my God, I wish I had one. Yeah. You know, I never did. I have this really, really acute sense of where I should and should not be. Mm. I mean, that will serve you better than anything. Your judgment, all these people that advocate, all these, and I know there's, there's crazy people out there that you have no control over that can do stuff to you, but... If you can be such a keen observer of body language and what's around you, I'm not talking about being paranoid all the time. Yeah, I'm just just, just look. Just yeah. look. Just put the phone in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Don't be right. walking around looking at that. Yeah. Be aware. Do, do not sit in your car in a parking lot, in a dark parking lot, mm-hmm. with your phone lighting your face up. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. In yeah. your hotel, any, there's just little stuff anyway. And you just don't ever get in those situations, you know. Yeah, that's I, what my mom always said. Trust your gut. If it feels wrong, then you got to get out of right. there. Right. Don't your be gut. polite, right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Some people need to refine their gut, though. What do you mean? Well, I mean, some people, like, particularly from the South, and if they're from safer places where you leave your car open and everything yeah. else, they'll walk out and leave a laptop sitting open in the... Yeah, it, feels, a, it feels all right. It's fine. It's yeah. 2015, fixing to be 16. I can't... They're going to learn the hard way. That's the yeah. fool and his money parted thing right there. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I even had to tell my wife that kind of stuff because she's from uh, a real small, like Aiken, uh, South Carolina. Yeah. And, and it's just so, like, I'm trusting and stuff there. She does. And the biggest thing going on down there when I was there was a lobster race, the annual lobster. <laughs> so this is Mayberry, right? Like, this like that. So she was just always very open. And then I remember we had a, a, a cable guy come to install the stuff. And I was sat there, and something in my gut said, don't leave. Yeah. Something, something just felt weird. But then I said, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not, you know, going to, you know, I'm not going to trip or make him feel like we don't trust him. Forget it. I'm just, I'm going to go to work. Oh, no. And then I went to work and my wife sent me a text and said, I think maybe you should have stayed. And I said, what? And, and, and apparently when the dude was in there installing the cable, he finished and he, he said some kind of comment to her like, wow, uh, you know, She's attractive. Something like that. Something yeah. inappropriate for him to just be putting in cable. Mm-hmm. Then he goes downstairs and asks her, uh, can I get a glass of water? Sends oh, her God. a text because he's got her text because, you know, to, to we'll call you when your order's ready or whatever. Yeah. So so she's got. So he said, can I get you? Uh, uh, I, and my wife said, OK, I'll bring it down to you. Right. I'll bring you a glass of water. She could have just said no. Yeah. But she said, I'll bring you a glass of water. About 20 seconds later. 
He's knocking at the door. Now, she done told him I'll come down. We live on the third floor. Yeah. So she told him I'll come down. He comes back up and goes, oh, uh, I, by the way, can I use your bathroom, too? At this point. Yeah, that's that's inappropriate. So, if nothing else is inappropriate. Right. Something should go, like, something's wrong. Like, why does he want in so yeah. bad? And she lets it. Okay. <laughs> sure, come use the bathroom. So when she sent me that text, I raced home. I mean, I because I, I only work about... 10 minutes from there. It took me five. I, yeah. I mean, I raced wow. home. That's, that's fortunate. Grabbed a bat out my trunk. I keep a bat in my trunk. <laughs> oh, Jules, I'll be ready to bust somebody upside the head. There we go. So I wish I have a bat. Because that's what, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like guns because if I kill you, I meant to. It ain't going to be pow. It's going to be yeah. I hit you repeatedly. Exactly. So I don't make mistakes with a bat. There's no mistake. Yeah, ain't no mistake. Like no you meant to kill him. Right. No mass bat. Yeah, don't go into Right. You don't, oops. Everyone's batting around. Right. You don't go oops with a bat. Yeah. Oh my God, I thought you went off. I was cleaning it. My back. <laughs> I just started swinging. I don't know. So I ran upstairs, but he had already uh, he had just left. Okay. Uh, and and she was fine. But I told her, you don't ever. Yeah. You know, I don't care if he talking about he. You know what he having a medical emergency that you can help outside. Exactly. Don't let him back in the house. But she's from a place where the milkman and that kind of shit is, is so safe that she doesn't think like that. Well, and I'm know, from the city, so my alarms go off mm-hmm. all the time with stuff. But you know, even if hers were going off how do you finesse that you know how maybe she just thought well you know what it might be better if i just get him out of here as soon as i can mm-hmm. and not try to let him know that she's alarmed in any way you know what i mean let him yeah. be let him go do and then we're just gonna right. and just right. hope just dear dear lord dear lord dear lord till you get right. him out mm-hmm. you know but my but that was the thing though he was already outside he was downstairs doing yeah, little cable stuff. Yeah, so she, she let him come him back up. Uh, so it's like, nah, you don't let. Because then at that point, he can slam the door behind you. Yeah. You oh know. So God. we talked about it, and uh, she, but she's she's learning. I, I think sometimes maybe God puts people in your life, and you know, to see your blind spots and things. And, I, and I've been, I'm very protective of her. Like mm-hmm. I, I get around her, and I'm always checking out the environment, like what's behind her, what's going on. Yeah. You know, people she are just wild. She needs to do that too. for herself. Yeah. yeah. She needs yeah, to I know. be looking. She's I know. Doing it for you can't just blindly. Right. Yeah. My wife, like, she's had that where it's just like kind of a rainbow, like, oh, it's the world, and I love yeah. everybody. Yeah. It's some crazy motherfuckers yeah. out here. Like, you can't. You know, like Brian, that, that shit he yeah, just did. Brian, I don't know yeah, what that yeah, meant. Brian was, just started twisting he was, his hand. Yeah, he he might snap. Us. We don't know. Brian might get ready to trying to tell you to take a break, Will. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's well, take a break. Can you stick around, Julie? Sure. For oh, more awesome. oh, okay. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back. Hey guys, you can follow Julie Scoggins on the line at Julie Scoggins. That's on the Twitter and at uh, julieScoggins.com. That's the best way to keep up with her dates and other cool stuff that's going on. Keep up with us at the Comedy Zone Podcast by following us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Finding our brand new Facebook page, search for the Comedy Zone Podcast on Facebook. We'll put up pics from the shows and links from each week's shows on that page. As for the crew, uh, Will Jacobs is at I am Will Jacobs on the Twitter. Spencer Taylor is at Spencer Taylor. I'm at NCBalto72. Remember to check out the show on iTunes and Stitcher. On iTunes, make sure you subscribe and rate us and leave a review. It's the best way to help the show continue to grow. While you're at it, go ahead and tell two friends.
Getting hot in here. That make me moist right there. <laughs> oh. 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 oh, we back. Julie agreed to hang with us for the, <laughs> for the third segment. That was Bill Withers, y'all. For, mm-hmm. the, for y'all that don't know. That's one of my two favorite Kicking voices. Kicking it old school jams. That's Grown right. folk. Love Bill Withers. <laughs> Bill Withers and Donnie Hathaway are my two. That's my two. So anytime we get Bill Withers on this. Did you know that was Bill Withers, Brian? Uh, I would not have known that was Bill Withers. He's I know who Bill Withers is, but I would, I've would i never heard that, that before. Voice, that voice, awesome. though. That, yeah. His voice yeah, yeah, is yeah, so yeah. distinctive. Like, you know, if you hear his voice. you. For those of you that are wondering still who Bill Withers, he was the one that did Use Me Up. He did Lean On Me, too. That's and Lean On Me. Lean on That's me. right. That's right. Yeah, Even he bigger. did. Uh, there's a version of uh, let's see, "Ain't No Sunshine" on here that looks like yeah, cool. ain't let's no sunshine. Yeah, so many. He was so killer, really. People wow. forget, you know. So uh, while we were on the break, we were talking about dogs. dogs. Spencer has a dog, a a dog uh, <laughs> for protection and companionship and a bunch of other things. Yeah. But uh, that dog, Spencer's dog, don't take no shit. Bosley. Bosley. Bo- you call him Bos? I for call sure. him Booger. Booger, mm-hmm. <laughs> little booger. Because he's a little booger. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Does he ever just snap out? I don't know what that means. Just go crazy. Oh yeah. Like, if anyone knocks, um, he doesn't like signs. So if you walk by and it's like construction sign, he gets all nervous. Hey, like, yeah. hey, hey, you! I'll right. start barking at it. Uh, he does not like. Uh, he's fine, and, and unless someone like is coming up on us. Like, if someone's walking behind us or if someone, like, runs towards them or, like, tries to pet them or something, he's like, I don't know you. Or All if right. there's another dog who, like, attacks. Just walking something. normally or they got to be, like, pink pants. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking normally. <laughs> With their back he, arch. He doesn't like it. He doesn't. He's like, don't approach me and my person. How big you know is he? I mean? He's 100 pounds. He's a big boy. Okay. But he's like the sweetest, dumbest thing once you know him. Sweetest, you know, dumbest. Like once you've met him and he's like comfortable, he's just dumb and sweet. I used to watch Dog Whisperer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about relating to him and just, you know, yeah, coming exactly. in, coming in low where they don't feel intimidated. Yeah, instead of just reaching down. Right. Which makes sense. You don't want anyone reaching down towards right? you that you don't know. Let them come to you and mm-hmm. check you. Yeah, that's that was always strange to me when you see people on the sidewalk and they'd be like, oh my God. And they just reach and touch on somebody's dog. Like, yeah. I don't mess around like people that. People do that with my parrot. That's I take my parrot out like the Home Depot and Lowe's <laughs> and stuff, and you'd be amazed. I mean, people are always interested in looking at her. They come over and want to see her on my shoulder, but that that half the time, I'm just always amazed when people will just poke their finger like at her. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, can I pet her? You know, and they're, all, <laughs> and they're coming in, you know, before I answer. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, yeah. Oh, hey, I was gonna tell you. Oh, I know <laughs> that's annoying. Random people touching on your bird or anything. <laughs> or anything. Yeah, anything. You should be able to say, hey, can I can I do this? But I always do that. It's same with pregnant women. I hear like um, you poke like, people poke people them too. T- yeah, they'll touch their stomach and the strangers and stuff like that. That blows my mind personal space i people. wouldn't do that now mm-hmm. <laughs> that's creepy? weird yeah. yeah oh are you pregnant i've seen that so many times i've had you ever see somebody be wrong uh, no my dad did that shit before really <laughs> oh my god yeah, i brought him over to my friend's house and he met my friend's mom and he was like oh congratulations and she was like on what 
And he said, <laughs> and you can see the look in his eye. I, uh, oh. <laughs> you can't put that genie back <laughs> he, in the bottle. Right. It's out, said, it's out. You could tell because he got halfway through his next sentence and he said, I fucked up. Because he was like, oh, on the bet. And then he said, bet. And that B.A., ain't yeah. no baby in there. He knew. <laughs> on the back. On the back porch. On the back porch. Yeah. You got it redone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was just fat. <laughs> I, I think it's crazy that people could mistake fat for pregnant because like the pregnant stomachs seem like they're so round but it and, depends like, on the shirt too because i tell you i had a a, a a top like a smock top that was yeah. made to be worn with a belt on it and okay. one time i couldn't find the belt and i left it off and let it just hang. and it just kind of yeah. yeah yeah and you don't have to be showing a lot you know if you just got on a shirt that looks kind of like you might be. yeah like a little maternity looking and shirt. somebody asked me that and i was so mortified <laughs> that i never wore it but i didn't throw it away and i'm gonna tell you the truth i got a ticket and had to go to court what you think I wore? <laughs> I was looking pregnant as hell. Going in there, I was, I was waddling it. Oh. So hold on. So what did you say? <laughs> Hope my water don't break in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I worked that. Went in there and pleaded pregnancy. That's yeah, a new, the new defense. Oh, you can't do this to my baby. You can't do this to my baby. So what did you say when they guessed wrong? I don't remember. I was just too mortified. I probably just went, no. That's probably the most clever as I was. Yeah, I don't, I don't take guesses. I don't guess anymore. I it's best guess. not. Yeah, yeah, never, never assume someone's pregnant. No, Just I'm too. I'm lie. bad with all of that. I'm I'm bad with all pregnancy stuff. I don't. I was at work and this woman was cleaning out some little contraption, and I was like, uh, "Oh, that's a fancy water filter," <laughs> and she said, "That's my breast pump." All righty then. I'm just going to pretend we did. I didn't talk, so enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> I'm all up in your breast here in the break room. <laughs> get you straight to HR, brother. I don't think Brian stopped laughing for like the past three minutes. Brian was going. We were talking about touching birds. Yeah, Brian, like, somebody <laughs> walking up touching that's your bird, started. man. That's because well, he, he relates. You understand? <laughs> this yeah. is how amazing this show is. You went from touching birds to breast pumps in like <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> we're that good. Nobody has that range. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. That's awesome. Yeah, it's. I've, I've learned though. Over it's things with women. And you don't guess. You don't guess. Number one, you don't guess gender if you're not sure. Yeah, that's never. <laughs> oh, good. how you doing, sir? Excuse me. Uh, My name's Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they throw you off. You don't guess age. You know how old do I look? I don't know. You not always know. go. Always not go younger. Off. Yeah, not always go younger. <laughs> Sometimes people guess too far. They'll get like if they look at me though and they say thirty five. I'm like, you need to shut your lying <laughs> ass up. You're not even close. You need to say forty five. Then I'd be like, sort of flattered, but still not trusting completely. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> they bad. weren't lying. Yeah. And and if you if and I learned too being married when my wife asked me, uh, how do I look? If I don't think the outfit is right, I just be like, oh, well, oh, it good. It I don't ask good. my husband. You don't even ask him. <laughs> He'd be too honest. Been oh, married yeah. too long. I put on this thing. I was going to a funeral, and I had this thing that had a long coat that went like down to the my ankles. Mm-hmm. Not quite that, but it was just a, a sweater, really. And yeah. It was kind of long. 
He said, you look like Maud. <laughs> Remember on that show? She wore all these one-color pantsuits. <laughs> you look like Maud. And I was like, oh, honesty. God. Honesty in a relationship. Goodwill got good. that. Yes. Goodwill got that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I believe in selective honesty. Yeah. You shouldn't be honest all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you it's, wanna... it's a time to just... Well, if I ask him, terrible. I want to know. I mean, if I ask him, if yeah. I don't want to know, I'm not asking. That's true. I don't just say it just to make conversation. Right. After 25 years, you don't just be making conversation. <laughs> you talk when you got something to say. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> they, they just make a small talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that anymore. I I learned because I don't say things right. I'm we too say blunt. romantic things like, "Where's the checkbook?" <laughs> That's what we say. <laughs> Did you lock your car? That sounds romantic to me. Oh, Where's yeah. the checkbook? Well, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's that's romantic. Where that's, is the checkbook? That's another thing we do too. We the romance is important when you go on a lot. I, me and my wife, we have a night where she she okay. This is this is probably okay. Oh, God, <clears throat> so we we had decided that on Monday nights we this was our night. Our little romance night. So don't be calling him. Make right. a note. Well, she, <laughs> yeah, but, but the thing was, we texted him. <laughs> and, it, and it was cool, but she started calling it Love Mondays. And I didn't like that. It was too sweet. Like, I'm not a mushy sweet. Like, my wife has a lot of pet names. Like, she's into, oh, yeah. sweetie kid, sweet face, sugar sugar mouth. Like, I don't, Ugh. I'm not into that. Like, I just call <laughs> me babe. Mouth. You know, but, <laughs> but she had Love Mondays. And then we moved it to Wednesday because I was hoping then she would stop, yeah. change the name. But now she just love Wednesday. I can't, yeah, I can't shake the name. But we we make it a thing because a lot, a lot of times I'm going, and a lot of times when I'm home, I'm tired. You know, I'm working forty hours a week, hitting the comedy clubs at night half the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm always worn out. So if I know one day of the week, like you got to bring your A game, yeah. Wednesday, I can make sure that I set everything around that right. Oh, you I was know? wondering where I that get, hand gesture was going. I get, I get I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I make sure I get sleep on Tuesday night Cause I know Wednesday night I got to come with it That's it Oh yeah I gotta let her see Big Daddy Cause I'm coming in I'm Some Cavoisier Some Cavoisier <laughs> And that velvet smoking jacket And that capuchin outfit <laughs> I don't like you Will Jacobs so I just want you to know that Yeah Yeah Ma'am, I brought your pizza. <laughs> What's on it? African sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Is it extra large? Goodness you great. know it. You're killing me. I'm dead. <laughs> we don't deliver no other kind. Everyone here is 12 years old. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's guaranteed to be 30 minutes or less. Three. <laughs> Three minutes or less. Booyah. Yeah, so that's my, my, Wednesday, my Wednesday night. I feel like she's going to hear this and be like, never mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's make it I'm no I'm telling her night. we ain't do one today. <laughs> I'm going to just splice out Julie's interview and play that. But, yeah, we ain't do no Didn't other stuff. We today. just talked to yeah. Julie about driving and um, comedy. <laughs> we ain't do nothing. And a hotel. And we do, actually, my in-laws listen to it. Her parents listen to the podcast. So they just like, oh, God. <laughs> I know her dad's like, oh, I still got my daughter, my baby, bent over. That's a oh, God. troubling no, image for now a father. Now you added that. Yeah, you're yeah. making it so much worse. Hey, I dad. Know, right? yeah, he's bent over. Shouts out to my father. I love my in-laws. 
they make it easier too. Good in laws help. They know you looking after. Yeah, I'm doing they know my you best. Are. I'm doing I know my you best, are. You know. Yeah, you she don't to. have to watch when she goes from the car to the door. You, you, yeah, got, it. you got it. I'm like a hawk, Julie. I ain't I know, playing. Man. I will bust somebody upside the head. Oh. <laughs> 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 I choked him. Yeah, I he choked him. Will. Yay! Oh. oh, this is. I'm, can Julie just come? Can you just come every week? Yeah, just Absolutely. cancel. Yeah. Just cancel all your dates for the rest Yo, of your Yeah, just hang out with us. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. We could do something with our names. WJS. <coughs> no, me. that doesn't work. None uh-huh. of us have names that start with a, a vowel. I guess that's not that. Yeah. That common Brian B. Brian B. We got two fans in here now. Wait, where's the other one? Now that well, it's No, the fall, bigger Brian. fan was here because there was a leak. <laughs> when we were getting all that rain, the brick wall started to leak. Okay. And so they brought that fan in here to dry out the carpet. All summer, Julie. All summer. It's been so hot in here. Really? Here we go. And every week, Brad's like, I'm going to get a fan in here. And then, like, the first day that it's kind of cold, that's when he gets the fan. That's because he didn't need it at home now. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, I bought it out of my own pocket. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you it gets bad. Goodwill? Goodwill? Target? It's a, it's no, a actually, good. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, now that I think about so it. You, uh, they have real good coupons. You get them in the mail sometimes? 20%? Yeah, 20% all the time. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. Even if you don't have a coupon, if you just like say the word coupon, they'll go, yeah, we'll give it to you. It's fine. Yeah. They don't huh. care. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> you just walk up, you say yeah. coupon, coupon, and they're like, all right. Which tells you how, <laughs> <laughs> which tells coupon. You how totally overpriced their stuff is, because they're willing to give you the discount at the mention of the word coupon. Yeah. Listen, that's what I say, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. I said, they, they have got everything in there is 20% too yeah. high. That's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly it's right. Smart, them, smart marketing. Everybody uh, likes a deal. Speaking of marketing, Julie, I, we, got, we have to talk about... Um, Comedy and what you do after shows with the marketing. Oh, yeah. Um, you're one of the best I've ever seen. It's crazy. At what you do with merchandise and letting people take a piece <clears throat> of the show with them and how much they enjoy that stuff. Best I've ever seen. What What is your approach to, if, for all the comics that listen, a lot of comics listen, what's your approach to that? Because that can offset some of the cost of all the traveling and stuff we mm-hmm. do. It made the difference when I was an opening act. It made the difference between driving and flying. Mm. That's great. When I sold t-shirts and stuff um i made enough extra you know to get a plane ticket and then some i mean that wasn't all i mean mm-hmm. it was it really helps a lot when i tell people i tell comics you're leaving money in the room if you don't come up with because they want something right yeah you know they really do people love a good fun cool thing that nobody else has that spencer's in the mall doesn't sell that mm-hmm. you know what i mean that you can't get on a website somewhere if you have something especially if they're drinking and mm-hmm. and you had a great show and they're loving you they want something and especially if you can make it something that they don't have to have seen your show to get to yeah. understand That's if you can key. make it funny enough on its own so that if you saw your friend wearing it they're gonna go where'd you get that that's funny as hell that to me is a great great uh design you know you want something that makes people want now, it's, and you she doesn't you don't just have a, one something because like just right <laughs> while you're sitting right here i'm seeing your phone and on the back of it yeah there's a pocket on the back of her phone it has her name on it and it's got business cards in there that's the that thing <laughs> These things are the most unique uh, 
um, what am I trying to say, um, utilitarian. Mm-hmm. They're useful. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. I've seen these for sale in stores that are just blank. Yeah. They don't say anything. They're just cool because they hold your stuff. Yeah. They stick right and on. And I got some. You've seen the other ones I had? I meant to I bring know, one in here. I got the kind that have my logo on them, but then I started thinking, when do people see the back of your phone, right? Oh, I think you, uh, you yeah. showed me when you were pitching it. I don't when think you you'd take made it their yet. picture, right? Wow. So I have some also that in big bright neon green letters in a huge font say, they say, say cheese, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know if you point that at a bunch of drunk girls out in the they club somewhere, you're going to get the so best funny. picture. Yeah, the, you're going to get a good picture. Yeah. Because they're all going, cheese, bitch. Yeah. Right. I just think it's so fun. And uh, a lot of times I tell folks at the show, if they'll uh, find me on Facebook and tag me in a post, you know, like my page mm-hmm. and then post something, just tell everybody else what they missed mm-hmm. tonight, you know, just stir it up a little. If they'll do that and come show it to me on their phone, I'll give them one. Yeah. For free. Awesome. I mean, they don't cost that much. And yeah. that makes the social media go ping, 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 ping. Now, is that, so- smart. Is that something you got <clears throat> from your sales background when you i mean I you, you brought some of those skills over because i sometimes i'd be looking at you and i'm like that's just a gift yeah like i'll be sitting magic. at home like damn what can i put on a, a thing and i'll be sitting there an hour later and ain't shit came to me but i don't and I'm like julie there. can just no i don't i need ideas. a shoe i need a new shirt right now i've been selling the same ones for a while i could do with another design and i'm really well i really haven't tried hard i keep i wait for stuff to just come to me mm-hmm. it's the same way with writing for me i mean i just I wait for stuff to just happen and then just jot it down. Yeah. Where really it's better if you can encourage it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Make yourself right. Make yourself devote brain to creativity, you know, instead of just tripping along and letting it happen. Yeah. But uh, I saw, when I came up with this idea, I just saw one on a guy's phone that worked with my husband, and it had the name of a company on it. And I said, let me see that. That is the coolest, that little pocket thing. You put your ID and your debit card, and you go in the club at night, don't even need a wallet, a purse, nothing. It's on your phone. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And uh, I said, I bet I could get something printed on one to get it to say what I wanted it to, you know. So. And I just saw that same thing and been like, oh, that's cool, and then kept yeah, walking. It is, the yeah. Wish I, I had one of those. Right. Bye. <laughs> I would do everything but turn it into something. Like, oh, yeah, that must be real useful. Yeah, okay. And right. I say in my act, you know, I talk about how uh, I sell really ginormous size T-shirts. And if people buy one, I'll throw in a hand mirror so they can see their pecker, you know, because they're so fat. <laughs> anyway, it's a long journey. I just went around at the back door, the back way there. But, uh, uh, and I say I'll, I'll have a, I'll get a selfie stick, a, uh, Julie Scoggins pecker peeker is what I call it in the show, right? And get get them to put a magnified mirror in it so objects are bigger than they appear. Okay, that's in theory. And people just clap for that. And so I started thinking recently, you know, I really need to research these mirrors and just see what they cost. And I found them from the same place overseas that I get these pockets from. And I think I can get them for about a dollar, fifty, two dollars something like that. You could sell them for five. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You, you have it written on there? Like, well, you could. You can get them printed like on the handle of a, it's like a telescope and handle of a mirror with a mirror on it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And you can get the rubber handle has a little sleeve and you can, it'll say like, you can make it say Julie Scoggins Pecker Peeker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's well, that so doesn't funny. sound kind of right. I, I would say <laughs> official Pecker Peeker and then 
juliescoggins.com. Yeah. And that way it doesn't look like and I'm, that's a, the kind I'm a of pervert. Thing. Yeah, the kind of thing that people who are drunk, they, I'm going to give that to Mike. He, you know, I want to, yeah. yeah, that's exactly. what I want. I want him to take it to people because it's fun to watch them open yeah. it, you know? And that's the, the, well. I tell you the other the other part of that that I I really admire about you is when you're on stage and you're talking about the merchandise. You <clears> see some comics and they're up there like, yeah, and I got these CDs if you want them. You know, like yeah. they're like they're too cool for their own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like? Ah, yeah, real lackadaisical. But Julie, you can see the excitement. Like, look, I got this idea. You got to see this. Mm-hmm. And then Julie will show it, and you feel like, yeah, hell yeah, I want to see. Like you, you're you're excited. And that's one thing I know from the limited background in sales. If I ain't excited about it, how can I expect you to be excited yeah. about it? Yeah, I've actually, and, I'm, and I don't tell anybody what to do. I don't in a show. I might make a suggestion or two, but like I would never tell somebody to take a bit out because it's close to something I do or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I've told people, I did tell one guy one night, if he wasn't going to be more enthusiastic about his sales pitch, that I just appreciate him not doing it because it was cheapening my stuff yeah i mean he was just like you said like throwing it away like oh i got this cd but whatever if you want it help my kids you know i'm like listen if you can't make that sound like it's the best material you've ever done and it was stuff that they didn't get to hear tonight if you like what i did here's some more you need to make it positive yeah right or don't do it right because they feed off that because now you're not you're you're in the negative you're not not only are you not doing a positive thing, you're sucking the wind out of mine, so so right. to speak. Well, that's the same thing with the material. If you look disinterested in what you're saying, how can you expect the audience to be interested? Yeah. You know what I mean? I've experienced that a lot where I've seen a comic do really well one night, and then the next night they already judged, prejudged the crowd, and then they deliver it differently. And it doesn't go over, and they're like, well, it was the crowd. It's See, that your energy. That comes with time and practice. Yeah. That's one of the things you develop. Yeah, it's that energy. That, and you always, you have the same energy no matter what. It if there's be three 10 people, people yeah. it doesn't matter. So what's next? So what's the next uh, uh, big trip or what do you got uh, coming up next you're really excited about? Well, the one in opening for Earthquake in Savannah, that's November 6th. Then November 7th, I'm going up to Roanoke for the um, I Heart Kia Brouhaha. It's a comedy and beer festival. Yeah. Oh. So I'm going to be up there for Such that. Such good things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty good combination. <laughs> It'll be fun. So I'm going to go do that on the 7th. It's all on my website. It's on julieskoggins.com. Wow. So wow. everyone check out julieskoggins.com. Facebook. Make sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Instagram. I love Instagram. <laughs> you, kill, you kill it on Instagram. I love Instagram. Bird pics. <laughs> I try to rein it in, honestly. I, it's hard. It is hard because I love her so much, and I want to put my bird on there every day. Me too. But if she doesn't. <laughs> oh, Brian. But if she, <laughs> I try to keep it at least interesting, you know. If she's not doing a trick or something, just because. She's just, just cute. Just me kissing her beak isn't quite, you know, worth 20 videos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't do that. But you can tell how much you love her. It's really yeah, cute. Yeah, she's a real cute bird. Yeah. She's the best. What's her I name? started to bring her down here. Does she have a name? Oh, Cheeky. 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 Does bird. she have a name? Nope. What? No. Bird. Let's call her Bird. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Bird. Bird. She poops when you tell her. 
<laughs> she's That's trained. Amazing. Yeah, she's trained. She won't poop on you unless she's mad. She spite poops if she's <laughs> if she doesn't want to be somewhere. She's ready to go home. She's hungry, thirsty. Yeah, she'll poop on you. But if she's uh, as a rule, she'll say step up when she has to potty, and then you just put her on your finger and hold her out. She'll say step up. Yeah, like, she tells up. you when she's got to poop. Oh yeah, wow! She says step up, step up. That is a, my dog. <clears throat> it took him way longer to, to just scratch on the door sometimes, you know. Oh, well, she's my <laughs> dog. I she's mean, 14 years old. Oh, geez. Yeah. My they, they live real long. Lives. 25, I hope, oh, for this wow. species. That's amazing. All right. Well, we. <laughs> I love my bird. Right. We, we, we cover. Take I think my we, message. We cover. Thank you so much for coming through, Yay, Julie. Julie. Julie's the best. Oh. And, and, and we'll see y'all next week. We out of here like last year. Peace. Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Hepburn, Lisa Barr, and Brian Baltashevitz. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.